0: Hi, welcome back to the School Health shoutout. bringing you the latest research happenings in school health. We need to have a discussion around softening the blow of school closure. Uh, given the gravity of um, today's video, I'm going to just get the ad out of the way now. Um, so you're welcome. I know most of you only watch for these silly little advertisements. Anyways, anyways Today's brought to you by off-brand cereal. As an example, Frosty Flakes. So you'll see here, Frosty Flakes, like Frosted Flakes, are uh, flakes that are frosted. Um, But you'll see here on the box cover that there's little raspberries, because as we all know, if you go down to save a lot uh, and buy the biggest box of cereal they have, you're definitely also going to put little strawberries on it. So um, other off-brand cereals we'd like to thank today, Far Out Fruities, Rice squares, circus balls, frosted mini spooners, marshmallows and stars, wheat shreds, honey nut scooters, crispy hexagons, honey nut tastios, cocoa butter sorry, cocoa peanut butter spheres, apple orbits, pranks, which are off-brand tricks, and of course frosty flakes. Thank you for sponsoring the School Health shout out today. So we need to talk about softening the blow of school closure. So uh, school closure, great for flattening the curve. That's not the argument here. The research is out on that. The problem is that this disproportionately impacts um, those that are already disproportionately impacted by every other social problem. Okay. So some issues that we're going to be seeing if schools do close, if and when schools close. First, um, school nutrition, so we know many students receive breakfast and lunch at schools at a free or reduced rate. Um, Next we've got child care concerns, so many students can't take care of themselves. Um, I'm not sure what any sort of recommendation would be on child self-care, but I know that there's a lot of children younger than 12 um, that are going to be the only child in the home with both parents working or um, only parent, only guardian working. and a lot of those kids can't take care of themselves. Okay, there's also gonna be um, students with special needs that aren't able to take care of themselves at this time. So uh, that's an issue we need to keep in mind. Disrupted learning, okay, so we already know that um, like summer break disproportionately affects low-income students already. Uh, So that's a problem, right? Um, We know that a lot of students, um, especially in rural areas, are going to have a uh, lack of Wi-Fi. They're just not going to have access uh, to the internet, even if there's some great one-to-one device program set up. Um, Parents need support, right? Um, And so thinking about what that might look like. um, And also, this is going to be a very, very tough time on uh, teachers and students. Teachers adapting to online learning and students... Sorry students adapting to online learning, teachers adapting um, to teaching online, okay? This is really gonna hurt our homeless student population. They spend a ton of time each day at school, um, and a lot of times they won't have anywhere else to go to, okay, Um, or the places that they can go to are going to be um, more heavily relied upon as um, we enter into a difficult time. Um, And not lastly, income loss. Uh, parents in the service sector are, um, a lot more likely to lose their jobs. Um, s- parents that work in construction that have unemployment benefits running out, um, because, you know, a lot of times constructions, uh, seasonal, got to make hay when the sun shines, um, they're, they're going to be at risk of having income loss and when income loss happens. Um, then you're running risk for housing insecurity, food insecurity. Um, There's just a lot of problems when the income's not there. And lastly, um, school-based health centers. Um, Students receive regular services from their school-based health center. Um, This one's going to hurt, right? Uh, I know a lot of students receive psychological services um, at school because these programs are great and they're set up very well. We need to figure out how those students are still going to get the care they need. Um, so your state can't apply for a waiver. This really only uh, helps with the nutrition problem and it only really helps um, in some districts. Uh, but your state can apply for a waiver to provide meals off-site if your district has or qualifies for a USDA Summer Food Service Program. Okay? So if your district doesn't qualify for that, um, that doesn't apply. However, it applies to enough that it, it is relevant, but your state's organization is the one that applies for that not at the district level, okay? So um, I've read earlier today that Maine, California, and Washington state have all already done this and gotten approved. Um, I recognize that there's no easy distribution model. That's why you need to consider your strengths of the strengths of your community. Okay, if you're a rural district, that might look like delivery or having um, like smaller community-based centers. Um, Whereas if you're in urban school where a lot of students walk in the first place, maybe that's what happens. Okay. Um, Biggest thing, though, is organizing your youth-facing organizations in the community. So uh, going into an issue like this, something that's going to be run into is a lack of resources, right? Just an overall lack of resources. That's why we want to ensure that there's not a duplication of effort and that we're working together to prevent that. Okay, so um, youth facing organizations would be like nonprofits, your United Way, your Salvation Army, your community centers, um, food banks, churches, friendly businesses um, and teachers and administrators as possible. But they've got a lot of other things going on right now. Okay, in addition to those folks, uh, you're going to want to have people that know people, people that know things, and then people that make things happen, right? Um, Utilize your parents in this instance. Okay. Most districts have parents that get things done. You want those people on your team right now. Okay. And then based on the issues that you've identified, um, work in small teams to tackle those issues, trying to place um, specific people in the place where they're most helpful. Okay. Based on their specialty. So food banks are tackling food insecurity, things like that. All right. Um, That's all I've got. Stay healthy.